This is the Church Planting Podcast, brought to you by the Broadcast Network. Broadcast exists to support, train, and encourage church planters. For more information about who we are or about the training that we offer, please visit our website at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org. Hello, and welcome to episode 80 of the Broadcast Church Planting Podcast. Broadcast recently hosted a training day with Terry Virgo where he was talking about how we can build big movements and churches. And in this episode of the podcast, we're bringing you an excerpt from that day where Terry is talking about how we can get our leadership teams right. You can find the full notes on everything that Terry says at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org slash episode 80. So here is Terry Virgo. And I think it can happen in, in different contexts. It can happen in a local church, and it can happen in a movement. So I think when we uh, grew as a movement, at first, when I asked anybody if they would please help me to help, you know, there might be two or three churches over there, we, we, grew, we knew times of quite rapid growth in New Frontiers, and I, I said, I, I'm, I'm totally committed and involved. Would you look after those churches and so on? And, and anyone who was doing anything like that, I kind of gathered into my team, because, you know, they're doing that for me out there. And then the team got too big. Uh, so it was unmanageable as a, a decision-making unit uh, with national and uh, growingly international. Uh, for one, at one time, the one team was everything. Everything was coming out of the UK. But it got too big. And, it, and uh, the fact that I'd asked a guy to help a, hand, a handful of churches, which was very, very helpful, very great, didn't mean necessarily that they were very good strategists for talking about what was happening in the nation. And so we got to a place where the team just got too big. And I had to cut back. And I had just to say to guys, look, uh, you know, you have to help people because you can feel rejected. Uh, you know, that has an emotional kickoff. Um, so you had to help people. So look, we just need to get a much smaller executive team because it's taking too long to talk about everything. Too many issues that need decisive uh, decision making. So I just chose a smaller team and just spoke to each of the brothers and said, look, that's the way it's going to be from now on. And you'll be included in all sorts of things, but I need a smaller team. So that, had, that happened with the movement. I think we need to be careful. The problem is, I think when we were first growing, you always want to either honour people, respect people, and include people, and you don't realise that's building up a problem for later, that suddenly you realise, oh, we're getting clogged up now. And I think that can happen in local church life, where, and again, in the early days, I think I've discerned sometimes that a guy who looks like a real key elder in a new young church, when that church double size and pressing on, some of those guys are not qualified, gifted to handle the church that's double the size it was when they were in at the beginning. And I think, again, you've just got to help people to, to stand back, to put things down, to take up another role or something, because you'll get all kinds of cautions. Uh, they don't think of big enough canvas. Uh, and sometimes that's helpful. Uh, you know, you can get too crazy. Uh, I remember it was Wimber, I think he had like five categories, which I found very, very interesting. And he, he talked about the crazy guys, 
uh, but he said they're helpful to get the ball rolling, they get something started, but he said they don't often see it right through. And then he went through this group, I've forgotten the categories now, I used to know it off by heart, but I don't know. But he said, one of them, he said, they're conservatives. And he said, some of us who want to go for things see the conservatives as our enemies. And he said, no, there's another, there's another stage beyond the conservatives, the kind of totally unmovables. Um, and uh, he said, conservatives are usually your friends. They just want to be persuaded that you're right. And they want to make sure that you've thought it all through. And you're not being too affected by these crazy guys. Uh, and they've, you've thought through the alternatives. And in the end, it's your gift and your character that wins these people. And I think I learned a lot from Wimber when he taught because he was a church growth guy as well as a signs and wonders guy. And, uh, and he said, ultimately, it's these guys who are going to pay the bills. Yeah. These conservatives, they're the guys who they carry a lot of responsibility in the workplace. If they think this is God, they'll be with you uh, all together. But you need to win them. And I thought it was such good counsel, because at the very beginning, when we were being, we were seen as radical, crazy guys, and I thought the Conservatives were our enemies. And I, I learned from John that that was not the case. There was another category. <laughs> they, they were your problems. But, but the, these Conservative guys, would, would, if they can see it's right, they'll get right behind you, but you've got to persuade them, got to let them have opportunity to ask their questions, poke their finger, and be able to answer them, and be able to show, we thought this all through, these are the alternatives. I think we also need to be able to distinguish with people what is, what is faith, what we know, and what is risk. Uh, so that they know what we're talking about. This, this is where we are, this is what we're believing for. Now this area we're not sure of. You just need to know we're not sure of, but we really feel we're going to go for it. I think when you explain to people, and they, they believe in your anointing, your gift, your leadership, they, they buy in more and more, even to include a risk factor that's a bit foreign to their personal temperament. Uh, but, but your leadership gift, if it's an authentic one from God, you will draw them into your leadership gift. But don't see them as your enemies. Uh, and so it's, 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 quite, it's quite helpful to discern that difference. I was grateful to Wimber for putting that out. And I, and I just think sometimes, I, sometimes churches get tied up with trustee things, where trustees have inordinate authority. Uh, it's not a biblical thing. Uh, trustees, when they're first invited, I think need to understand what their sphere is. Now, when we first started, both the church in Brighton and New Frontiers, to be honest, we had a lot of trustees who were just yes-men. What do we do? Oh, sign this. Okay, sign it. Because they, they had such respect for us. Here we go. We're radicals. Would you be a trustee? Oh, yeah, I'll be a trustee. Uh, when we got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and we really had to sort out New Frontiers properly as an international movement, I'm so grateful we got some very... Uh, responsible <laughs> trustees. I mean, they were the top. You think, look around the circle. Okay, what a team is this? This this trustee team. They were terrific guys. But I would say this: we had their heart. We had their heart, but they were by no means our pushover. And uh, uh, they are quality, quality guys. So I just think you've got to get that balance right. Sometimes you can get trustees who make, it's like you've got two authority groups. You've got the elders, you've got the trustees. And, you know, 
and you say to them, well, we're going to do this, I don't know, I have to check with the trustees. And it's like they've become a problem group. And you don't want that. You've got to really be careful that you don't allow that to happen. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And just a reminder, you can find the full notes on everything that Terry had to say at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org slash episode 80. See you next time.